Hi everyone, my name is Hugo Prince. I'm the host of the Road to the IPO podcast. Uh, I don't want to take that much of your time, but I just want to let you know there are some changes on the podcast. Uh, the first one is that when I started the Road to the IPO podcast, I wanted to become an entrepreneur. I wanted to learn from them, so I started interviewing them. But now I want to expand the conversation with other successful people that, that are not entrepreneurs, like artists, musicians, and influencers. So I just want to let you know that the podcast is going towards that direction, but I will still continue interviewing entrepreneurs for sure. The second one is that if you want to look for the podcast now, you can look it under my name, Hugo Prince, H-U-G-O Prince. Why did I decide to do that? Is because now I have another show, Influence Me, a podcast about marketing and social media, which is available in French and English. So if you want to look for the Road to the PO or Influence Me, you can look it under my name, Hugo Prince, available on all platforms, of course, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. And the last one is that the Road to the IPO is not available in three languages. Yes, three languages, French, English, and Spanish. So I started interviewing people in Spanish because I just wanted to keep growing my network, but also bring you the most value. So if you understand those three languages, that's great. If not, you can always listen to the Road to the IPO in your favorite language. So I don't want to take that much of your, of your time. Thank you for listening and let's start the show. Road to the IPO, le podcast des entrepreneurs Aguerri. And today's podcast is going to be in English and I have the great, great pleasure to welcome on the show Jennifer Salinger. Hey, how's it going, Jennifer? I'm good, Hughes. How are you doing? I'm fine. Thank you very much for accepting our invitation. And I know you come from West Island, so has it been the trip into here? Okay, Boucherville, guys. I'm in Boucherville. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been in Boucherville. Okay. Um, it was quite a journey to get here. It was an hour. I feel like I'm a tourist in my own <laughs> city because I've never been here before. But it's it's beautiful. It reminds me a lot of saint Javit. I feel like I'm up north. It's gorgeous. You're right by the water. And yeah. I'm moving in. So basically, the office right next to you I see is empty, and I'm taking over. Oh, for real? Yeah, I'm moving to Boucherville. So we have a new... Uh, Co-worker offices, Jennifer, she's going to go. Okay, um, so we are live on Facebook and on Instagram. So, yes. Yeah, so those who don't know you, Jennifer, can you talk about yourself? So, okay, what do you, what do you? So, for people who don't know me, yeah. um, I get asked this question all the time. What do you do? Yeah. And I never really know how to answer that question. Besides, um, I follow my heart. I. Uh, I do what I'm passionate about. Okay. Like I, I find things that I have a lot of passion for, and I do that. Okay. So it come when it comes to video, photography, TV hosting, MCing, motivational speaking. Okay. Really, anything and everything behind the camera, in front of the camera, entertaining, and just feeding off people's energy and giving it back. Okay, I wow. just love being with people. I'm a lover, and I just love sharing my passion and my flow. Okay, so. I was looking on your profile and everything, uh, and I saw that you uh, you're a joyologist. What's a that? Joyologist. A joyologist. Okay, so this goes way back. This is actually <laughs> hilarious. Um, uh, okay, I once went to the Oprah show in Toronto, okay. and there was this girl Renee that I met. Um, she's she's awesome, and she gave me that nickname. It was from like a Saturday Night Live okay. skit. And she was just like, Jen, you are totally embodying, you are a joyologist. Like, that is what you are. <laughs> okay. And ever since I was younger, a lot of people would ask me, they would say, Jen, how are you so happy? Okay. You're always so happy. And there was a time in my life, there was a period where I thought I was going to study positive psychology. Okay. I was fascinated with happiness and fascinated with the fact that everyone every day would ask me, okay. how are you so happy? happy? And mm -hmm. I didn't understand 
why 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 aren't people yes, happy? happy and why is it so fascinating for people to see someone that's so happy and to question that yeah um so for a, a long period of time i've always wanted to study positive psychology okay and then i was given the name of joyologist and then when i, I was on a reality show with the bachelor canada and they 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 <laughs> use that nickname the joyologist so basically what it is is it's someone who just spreads joy and love and happiness wherever they go and um you know, I'm. It's not. Like, I'm not just a joyologist. I, I'd like to think everybody okay. has a joyologist in them. You know what I mean? Yes. Um. So yeah. So that's where that's where it came from. You have so much energy. I'm just like I don't know. I said like, wow because I saw your videos on uh, on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, people are just happy when when we are there with you. Like oh, oh Jennifer you. is here, so they go oh Jennifer and everything. So for real, you have so much energy on you. That's so sweet of you. Where does it come from? So my energy stems from people. Okay. So I'm an empath and I feel energy. I feel people. Okay. Um, if someone's crying, even if it's a few tables away, I'll feel them and then I'll start crying. If someone's laughing in the other room, I'll start laughing. I just feel energy. Okay. And so when I'm alone, yeah. um, I'm very calm. Okay. I'm an introvert, and a lot of people. For real. A lot of people question the that. <laughs> yeah, and, and my good friends know that. My family okay. knows that about me. When I'm home, it's not like I'm always on, like, like, high, I, yeah, on this high. Yeah. But it's when I'm surrounded by people, I get, especially strangers, I get super excited. Okay. I get this wave of energy, this passion, this flow, and it's this wave of excitement okay. um, that I can't even control. And so even when I first saw you guys and I got out of the car, like, yeah. you know, I mean, I'm not going to lie, like on the way here, I was singing and dancing. Yeah, I had some energy because I was getting pumped and drinking my Starbucks. But it's like when I saw you guys, I felt it. I felt yeah. you and, and I feed off of the energy that you guys give back. So it, my energy stems from people. Okay. Wow, that's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Um, I know that you travel a lot, so I want to ask you uh, about your traveling. So when did you decide to start traveling like that and go, like, I think you, you went traveling for six years to uh, a lot of countries? Yeah. So when I was 23, yeah. um, I always, okay, so basically I'm, I'm a total school nerd. Like, I'm a big, like, I love school. Okay. I'm one of those, like, as long as you're studying something that you're really passionate yes. about and that you love... Um, when it comes to school, I've always made sure that I took classes that I loved and I always wanted my okay. own club. That was like a dream of mine to have my own club at university. <laughs> okay. So I launched, um, a club that started in Waterloo, okay. Ontario, but I launched it at Concordia. It was called Students Offering Support. And basically what we would do is we would find volunteers okay. to help students prepare for their exams and we would charge the students and with the money raised, we would go build sustainable development okay. in developing nations. So this club that I started at Concordia University, we raised over like almost twenty thousand okay, dollars. We had well. a team of fifteen people, and I led a volunteer trip to Nicaragua. Okay, I've traveled a little bit before, you know, with my family yes. and stuff like that, but never anything like this. And I never knew that I was a world traveler okay. until I took that trip. So it all started at twenty three. When I led that volunteer trip to Nicaragua, we were sleeping on. Um, on like concrete okay. like ground, uh, we were peeing in a bucket. We were <laughs> taking poops in a hole outside. Okay. There were no showers. We were doing crazy labor, five thirty in the morning yes. till four, um, and there and afterwards you're like schwitzing and sweating, but you have no showers. It was just a crazy experience. Okay. And after those two weeks, my Jewish dollar bubble 
like you know living in dollar days or mo yeah. in this like little bubble it was popped it was popped it was popped and okay. i said to myself there's no way that i can go home after this my life yeah. is completely changed and i have to keep going okay. i just have to keep going so i canceled my flight home uh, yeah and i continued traveling for about almost a year okay um i did nicaragua costa rica panama antigua saint vincent um and then i did like a san francisco okay. la vegas because i went to go meet up for my yes. best friend's bachelorette party and then i came home then i realized i didn't I, I i came home too soon and i wasn't ready for it okay the thing is is as a world traveler it gets tough because yes. everybody around you they're they're continuing with their lives while you're away yes and true. so everyone's getting married they're having babies you know they're moving out buying houses and so here i am Traveling on my own yes. and, um, you know, everybody that loves me and cares, cares for me, yeah. you know, they want the best for me. So they're, you know, they, what, what they think is the best for me. Yes. So they would say, Jen, it's time for you to come home, yeah. get your shit together. You know, many times I've heard that, get yeah. your shit together. <laughs> and I'm like, honey, yeah. like I got my shit together. This is the best education I've ever had okay. is traveling. So, you know, a lot of people think that they know what's best for you. Yes. And on, at the beginning of my travels, I would listen to everybody else. You know, I got to move out of the house. So I got to have, I have to have a full-time job. Okay. I have to get married and have kids. What am I doing? But I came home and I went through for a joyologist, my very first depression. I realized that I didn't, okay. I didn't want to be home. I wasn't listening to my heart. I wasn't listening to myself. I wasn't listening to my gut, to my aha, yes. you know, moments. And I knew deep down inside that I had to get up and go again. Okay. So I left and went on another year trip. And so that, that, that happens a few times. So in total, I was traveling for six years on and off. I've been to almost 30 countries on my own. Okay. And then I'd be traveling or meeting friends along the way, or I'd have a friend for like one trip, and then I'd go on another adventure and make a new friend. Wow. So it was kind of six years on and off and living in Bali back and forth. Okay. Bali is my favorite place in the world. <laughs> yes, I saw the that. The energy there is just, it's, it's, you can't even explain it. Wow. So that's and how the traveling began. What's the, what are the craziest shit that happened during traveling? Ooh, let's be honest. Crazy. Let's be honest. Okay, well, let's be honest because <laughs> I'm always holding back from that. Okay, the craziest shit that's happened to me, Yeah. Um, the good, bad, and the ugly. So one mm -hmm. of my favorite travel stories is uh, I was in the Philippines after a few drinks. Okay. Um, <laughs> Okay. Everyone knows that like I'm a people and animal lover. I'm yeah. even like the bug whisperer. I would <laughs> never kill I'll never kill an insect and okay. I have gotten into fights before with friends that have killed insects in front of me. <laughs> okay. There's when it comes to any living thing, creature, okay. I even when I'm like even when I have plants in my backyard, I feel bad when I pick off the basil or the coriander, okay. I kiss the plant. Like okay. I, I know it sounds weird. <laughs> but I just anything living like Maybe. i just i love so i'm 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 a little tipsy not gonna yeah. lie and i'm on the island boracay in the philippines okay? okay and i'm walking down the i'm walking down the strip and this is right after i actually had a bat on my shoulder i made friends with a okay. bat yes it's like beautiful huge fruit bat it was ginormous and even when i anyway so yeah long story short I'm walking down and there's a restaurant and the lady outside is just like, uh, oh, pick your lobster, okay. choose your lobster for dinner and go on <laughs> no, it. Okay. So I said, okay, like. I see okay. where this is going. Uh, this is yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, like, let me see what lobsters you have. So this is like Asian lobsters. So they're very different. They're not your, the lobster that you think they have. They look, it looks very different okay. the lobsters in Asia. Anyway, so she's holding this lobster in her hand. Yes. And I'm looking at the bucket and there's one more. And I'm just like, okay, well, I can't do anything for the one in the bucket right now. Mm -hmm. But she, I said, oh, she's holding this one. I said, oh, can I have a photo with the lobster? Okay. So 
as I'm holding this lobster, yeah. I have, and I'm a little tipsy. Uh -huh. Okay, little is an understatement. <laughs> and um, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I, I don't, I know, I don't know what to do, but I know what to do, and I don't know what to do, and everything's going on, and I, I just. I said, fuck it. I fuck and it. I bolted into the ocean. No I'm wearing way. like a onesie <laughs> piece. Like, I'm like, fuck it. I run into the ocean. I take the lobster and I'm, I'm like swimming into the ocean with the lobster. Okay. But then I'm looking at this lobster and I'm thinking to myself, this is the most ridiculous thing in the world. I'm thinking to myself, do lobsters even like swim? Like, I don't even know. And now I'm thinking, am I killing this lobster? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I, and then I start like crying and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here. But I had to go with my gut and I'm like, okay, lobster, like whatever. You're better off here in the ocean than, than in that bucket. So I let him go and I came back and then when I came back to shore there were cop cars like uh no there way, were for there you. were like five cops they, I, and then I looked at my friend and she went like this so I started running <laughs> and I said I'll pay for the lobster I'll pay for the lobster long story short they arrested me I went to jail in the Philippines no for way. Um, saving a lobster I had to for bail wow. I had to pay 200 and like 50 American I don't even really remember it's over 200 American yes. to get myself out of jail um, so who doesn't listen this to this podcast don't try to save a lobster no, no. fuck that save the lobster guys but next time <laughs> yeah. save both of them don't just save one if you're going down save them all save, them. save all the lobsters so that's like a crazy story that now everybody oh, wow. like loves you know we love talking uh, about so that's, uh, my, that's one of my favorite travel stories but then you know there uh, look uh, traveling also alone as a yes. female like there are times where um, I get myself into some crazy situations, like okay. being robbed a few times. Yes. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, like uh, one time I had someone like force themselves on me, but I, I okay. was able to get myself out of it. Yes. With my mouth, obviously. No one wants to fuck with this. Because, like, uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, like I have a mouth on me. Um, okay. But there were times where, yeah, like, you know, there are some scares of being followed yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. But overall, I'm a very tough cookie, okay. and um, you just have to know when you're traveling alone like that. You gotta be smart, and uh, when you put yourself in certain situations, you have to know how to get yourself out, which is yes. usually bribing, unfortunately, with corrupt police officers okay. and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, I have some really crazy, crazy stories okay. from my travels, wow. but I don't think we have enough time for that. How much time do we have, guys? Always, oh, he can continue. Okay, but I mean, um, for people that are watching this live, maybe there's some people that that wanna go and traveling alone, but they, I don't know, they're scary. What can you tell them? Okay, so I have a lot of friends that have this fear, yeah, and and a lot of people that actually come up to me, and and I get the same questions all the time. It's, um, I don't, I have children, I have a family, I have yes. a house. Uh, I don't have enough money. I have no one to go with. Like, what do I do? Do I go on an organized trip? Um, these questions mm -hmm. come up quite frequently for yes. a lot of people when they talk to me about travels and what they wish that they could do. And also, it's funny. When I come home from traveling, I get a lot, oh, I'm so jealous of you. Like, I wish I could do that. <laughs> okay. I'm so fucking sick of that shit because I'm sorry. Sheesh, like, sheesh. if you really want to do it, you will do it. Like, yeah. stop making excuses. And for people that have children and a house and a mortgage and, and you can't get up and leave i understand i respect that but then you don't need to if, if you if you can't right now like yeah. go jump on a plane and travel 
and be a tourist in your own city. Jump yes. on the metro, go on an adventure, take one of those maps with your kids. Come to Bishop and Bay. have fun. <laughs> like go travel in your own city or go to yeah. Toronto and do that or go on like a mini trip to Tromplon. And for the people that really want to travel and they're scared to go alone, I'm not gonna lie. Every time I get on a flight by myself, I freak out. Yes. I cry in the car on the way to the airport. <laughs> I go, Mom, Dad, what am I doing? What did I get myself into? Again, oh, wow. I'm scared shitless. It's not like I'm fearless. Like, every time I go on a trip, I'm yeah. scared. Okay. But the second I get on that flight, and I make friends with the flight attendants, and I make friends with the strangers sitting next to me yeah. on the plane, and then I get there with no plans, the best thing yeah. is to not have a plan. Because that's when the true magic and beauty unfolds. So for people that are too scared to travel, I would say the greatest gift you can okay. give yourself, the best education you can have yeah. is to travel especially alone. Okay. Because you, but if like for one of the tips that I could give you is for the first week you stay at a few hostels or you stay at one hostel. Okay. And I'm telling you, you go into a hostel room, the room is has about like eight to 10 people. Yeah. And usually the eight to 10 people are in the same boat as you. And they're amazing beautiful souls from all over the world that yes. you can connect with and the next thing you know you're you're journey you're, you're joining their journey yeah. and you're traveling with these random strangers that become your best friend for a week or two and then two weeks afterwards when they have to leave or you want to go your separate yes. ways or it just ends up being that you're going separate ways you make new friends in a new hostel yes. and so it's a constant it's constantly you're meeting new people you're making new friends and people are always so scared that they're going to be alone but the funny thing is is I feel more alone when I'm home. Okay. In Montreal, I feel more alone here yes. than I do when I'm traveling. And, and that's a huge thing. And you know what your power is? is you, you can make friends easily. That's what I'm, I'm listening to you and that's your biggest strength, like go and talk to people. You're that's right. what people should do more. You know? You're right. And look, and if it is difficult for you guys to, to make new friends because you're shy, I promise you, you're not the only shy ones at a hostel. <laughs> like there's a mix of yeah. everything. Yeah. You have a mix of it all in hostels. It's like a shit show. Mm -hmm. And so, and, 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 and so like at breakfast time, You guys are you guys are in like one big area. Okay. You're, it's like you're constantly meeting people. You're sitting down at tables with everybody at night. Everyone's drinking and singing and dancing and and there's no way that you could possibly travel alone and not make friends at True. hostels. Yeah. So that's what I would suggest for people that are too scared to travel alone. Start off with a hostel. Also remember that at the front desk of majority of hostels. Yes. They have all these different packages and information for people. Like anywhere you go in the world, you go to certain hostels okay. and there's a front desk and they will give you all the advice and tools and places and suggestions and all these tour guides and tour companies okay. that you can go with. So there's always plans and things that you can join in on sporadically, like randomly and just live in the moment. Do it. No and you're plans. You're going to disservice yourself if you just don't do travel. Just do it. Just do it. The just best education. It. Yes. Hugo, do you travel? Yes, I did. Where's your favorite place in the world to travel? Uh, Japan. Japan. Yes, I want to go to Japan. Oh, you've never been? No, but I have family in Japan. Oh, you have family in Japan? Yes. But you've never been? Yeah, oh, I you... never been. I never been. Okay, hold on. Let's let's book let's book Hugo a ticket right now. Hugo, you ready? Wait, you're not going to Japan. Okay, I'm ready. I'm going to Japan. No no planning. But where's the last place you traveled? Uh, Peru. Oh, you went to Peru. Yeah, my country. Oh wow. Okay, so you went to Machu Picchu. I didn't. Not yet. What do you mean? <laughs> I went to go and visit my family. So okay, yeah. so it was a family trip. Yeah, I know. So you didn't do any ayahuasca. 
I went to some uh, Inca stuff in um, Trujillo. It's what? some in, in the north of Peru. Uh, Peru. Okay. So like all this Inca stuff and everything. What's Inca? Inca is all the people that were there, like the Mayas and Aztecs okay. in Mexico, but in Peru. Inca. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't do ayahuasca? No, I didn't. No? You? Do you want to do ayahuasca? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I feel like you're just down for anything, eh? You go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, and, and you know what? Uh, Jennifer came here to the podcast and uh, she brings some... Uh, what's this? What? It's... And it's, it's it's sage. I just wanted yeah. to poke around and say but, I said I brought but it. But I, I didn't know, so... So I'm like, uh, look at that. I said, no, man, she's going to smoke on the podcast. I said, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's who went live with Elon Musk and Joe Rogan. I just wanted to, I just wanted to have some fun with you. I'm like, oh, my God, what are you going to do? No, but I don't know. <laughs> but that but was then fun. I'm happy to hear that when I got here and I told you I brought a joint, you said you're down. So, guys, if for all of you guys who thought that Hugo was Mr. Innocent, <laughs> you know, Hugo, I want to party with you. Okay, good. Let's do that. Hey, before we go to the, um, the second part of the podcast, I want to know where people can contact you. Which platforms are you on? And um, yeah, if you guys want to contact me, you'll find a way. The universe will bring us together. No, but, uh, <laughs> you guys can you guys can find me um, on Instagram, Jennifer Salinger. Uh, I also have another account um, showcasing my passion and flow, which is my photography when I travel. I'm a travel visual journalist, so okay. I have an account that's travel visual journalist, yes. and then Jennifer Salinger that showcases my travels. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, Jennifer Salinger. I also have a page and I share a lot of my documentaries and okay. films that I shoot and photos that I that I have Good. done while I'm traveling and uh, and here as well. So yeah, you could find me on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Everywhere. Twitter, I'm Gen Advisor. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, you could find me anywhere, guys, if, you, uh, if you're looking. You so know we're going to put all the links so you know, really people cute. can Thanks, contact you. Can. you. And you know, I want to talk about um, TV. You've okay, been TV. on a lot of TV shows. Let's talk about that. Bring it. What yes. do you want to know about my uh, TV life? The Bachelor. Oh, The Bachelor. Uh, okay. Yes. It's an oldie but goodie that everyone loves. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what do you want to know about The Bachelor? Who was it? Like, we, we How was it or who was it? No, both. Both? both. Yeah, okay. Both. Uh, it was the Tim Wormel season. Okay. Um, we were, we shot in Vancouver. Uh, it was, mm -hmm. it was an interesting, it was an interesting experience. So when I was younger, yeah. um, I was with my ex-boyfriend in New Jersey at the time. And I said to him when, like we were watching the show while well, I was, he wasn't. And I was just like, ah, oh, one day, uh, if I'm not dating you, I swear <laughs> to God, I'm going on that fucking show. I'm okay. doing it. I'm applying. So, um, I said, when I'm like 26, I'm going to do it. And okay. so when I turned 26, I was single. I said, nothing's going to hold me back. I'm going to go for this. Yeah. And uh, I went in for, I applied and I went in for the interview. I was like dressed to the nines. Like now when I think about it, it's kind of like hysterical. <laughs> okay. I'm like making fun of myself in my head. I like wore like this like red dress and I got my makeup done and I got my hair did okay. and I just showed up like... You know, like I with a, like a with a friend who was like my little like team, you know, player who was like my hype girl, you know. And I showed up with like a booklet, like it was like literally like an application booklet uh, yeah. that I made for them, like okay. reasons why I should be on the Bachelor. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? I gave them like like a, a photos. I gave them like a resume. I gave, it was like oh, the guy wow. looked at me and he was like, "Is this for real? Like, where did you come from?" And at the end of the interview. 
he said to me, he goes, that was the funniest interview I've ever had in my life. He's like, we had like a thousand interviews in all yeah. over the cities. And he goes, that was the craziest interview I've ever had. So I knew right then and there that um, I was for sure going to make it. Okay. The show was great. It was a great experience. I got cut off early. Um, I'm happy for that, though, because uh, there was a moment where I just realized that they were, like, asking me to say or do things that I just didn't feel comfortable yes. with. And the thing is, is, like, I'm, I always have to stay true to myself. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I'm a little bit of a wild card. Um, you know, I brought, like, fake poop to put in the hot tub to be like, who shot in the pool, girl? Uh, no, no, for you know, real. I brought, like, a Nerf gun to, like, fuck with the videographers and stuff. <laughs> okay. You know, a slip and slide. I, and they... I, I... I saw some videos about that, and the girl went, oh, Jennifer's drunk. She always, like, drunk and everything. Like, she's high. What Very... do you mean? Oh. Oh, yeah, the videos that on YouTube. No, the girls love me. What are you yeah. talking about? I don't know. Yeah, they love me. They were just, oh, no, they said, oh, one girl said, I'm not sure if she's drunk or if she's, this is, she's always like this. Yeah, yeah, But, no, yeah, no. fair <laughs> enough. Um, but, yeah, no, so I brought all these gags, and, like, the producers were just like, Jen, we want you to use them all right away. We want to show your full character. And I'm like, guys, don't you worry. You will get a show, but let me just be me. Yeah. So the thing is, is that experience in reality television made me realize as a producer and as someone who wants my own, and I know it's going to happen, yeah. I'm going to have my own TV show, which, Okay. which I did, but I'll, I'll tell you about that a little bit later, um, is that whatever show I end up having, yeah. I I will have to be true to myself. Okay. Um, I don't want anyone telling me what to do or to say. They could give suggestions, okay. but what feels right for me in my heart, I will do yeah. naturally. And I promise, like, and I told them, like, I'll give you a show, but just let me be me. And I think that I was too much of a wild card and that it was starting to become the gen show rather than The Bachelor Canada. Like, wow. they even gave me the most screen time that episode. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, so after that show, I got offered my own TV show with Belle. Okay. That was, like, the biggest moment of my life because my dr they asked me to, like, host, direct, produce my wow. own television show, okay. and that is my dream because then I have complete control over everything that I say, everything that yes. I do, everything that I interview. It's like what you do. You get to choose who you interview. No yeah. one's been planning this for Nobody's you. Nobody's planning So that. it's the best because it's people that inspire you and people that... You know, you want to get their story and yeah. appreciate it. Exactly. So um, with this show, it taught, it was like, it was as if I was taking a class on how to, like, how to create your own TV show. Okay. Because I literally was doing everything. Okay. Well, um, so it was a great experience. Yeah. I loved it. But unfortunately, um, when they asked me to do the show, well, not unfortunately, because everything happens the reason. way it happens and okay. it's just how you react to it. So I'm still so fortunate and blessed for the experience. But um, I chose visual, I got accepted into visual journalism yes. program at Concordia at okay. the same time as um, I was offered the TV show. And I thought to myself, okay, you know what? I knew, I know deep down that like, I'm always, I'm going to have my own TV yes. show. But the visual journalism program, they only accepted 12 students. And before get, having my show, I wanted to be able to master being in front and behind the camera. Okay. So I thought to myself, it would be better to enroll myself in the visual journalism program. I got okay. a scholarship. I wanted to do grad school, do that for a year, and okay. then host my show. And you did, yes. So, and then I did. Yeah. But the thing is, little did I know that few, like few months before my show was supposed to air, the network got canceled. Okay, well... So if I would have done it the other way around, I would have got my show, but you would have, well, should have, whatever. Anyways, so the good news is that I still have all the rights to the footage. Okay. So I'm working on it now. I'm editing the show and I'm going to still get it out there. So even though I'm not on television, fuck it. I still have my own TV show yes. and it deserves to be shown.
Yeah. Um, I put a lot of work into that. So sometimes things don't go as planned and that's okay. I mean, at the time it was a nightmare. Like, uh, it literally yeah. my world I thought was like falling apart. Okay. But it's those moments that are the biggest shit storms in your life that help you grow and help um, show you the light to, as to like how much you want something. Yes. And like, I'm not going to give up. And it's, it's just a matter of time that it's going to happen again. Yeah. It's not when it's not, I mean, it's not if it's, it's when it's, it's when it's going to happen. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, I also, this week I was working with MasterChef Canada. I help with, uh, okay. you know, every year with MasterChef, um, for are the you, auditions are you in a Montreal. good cook? Sorry. Are you a good cook? I am a yeah. really good cook. Yeah. A lot of people don't know about that, but <laughs> I love cooking. I, I, so what I, what my favorite dish is, okay. it's a jambalaya. I pretty much throw everything <laughs> in everything <laughs> and it's, it's a, like, it's literally a mix of it all. It's a Jen Salinger buffet and that's kind of a metaphor of my life okay. because I get bored like easily. So I throw everything together. Are they lost there inside? No lobster. I've no never lobster. had lobster before no. in my life, and I never will, guys. <laughs> okay. Well, because of the way that they kill them, it's just so inhumane. Yes. Like alive, they'll put them in the freezer or like put them in boiling water. I cannot. I cannot do it. Anyway, sorry, guys, for all of you who eat lobster, <laughs> as you do you, but I I can't do it. Okay. I'll never forget. I, I a little sidetrack. No. Yeah. Um, this story always haunted me. My brother is a contemporary dancer, and he told me there was this contemporary dance piece where this okay. guy brought a lobster to the stage, but he mic'd up the lobster. He put, like, a lav mic next to the lobster, okay. and he took, like, a butcher knife and was going like this. Oh, my God. Around, going like this around the lobster. Yeah. And around the lobster's head, and basically what ended up happening was um, the closer that the knife went to the lobster the faster the heartbeat would go. So the lobster knew okay. what was happening. And I think like we tend to forget yeah. that these animals understand and feel and especially, you know, fish mm. and mammals. And I, I feel like people forget that these like fish do feel like too. Yeah, like, oh life. yeah, I just, I went fishing, but like release them afterwards. It's like, okay, well I've done a lot of research and yeah. most fish do either suffocate or bleed to death. And they do feel pain. A lot of people think that, no, they do oh, feel they, pain. They do feel pain. They yeah. have nerve endings. Anyway, so oh, I love animals so much. Anyways, okay. So yeah, what was the question? I don't even know. Like, I don't <laughs> Just, even we know got the plot. Lobsters. Oh, do I put lobster in my general <laughs> yeah. diet? No, I don't. Hey, there's a funny quote of you when you were in the bachelor. What was it? Somewhere. Okay, I don't even know where it came from. So basically, like, um, as like spiritual people say they download things so for me it's like my divine I don't know it's like a higher whatever just comes to me and just I don't know where I, shit comes out of my mouth I don't even know where okay. it comes from but like I think we were filming and I don't even remember I was such in the moment that I don't even remember what I was saying Yeah. and then when I watched it I went like what? like is that a line that they fed me? because like that's really good yeah, like I don't even it was remember good, saying yeah. that so I basically I think I, like what I said I was like, I'm a little bit of a nut I'm hoping he's a little bit of a nut and uh, maybe we can make some peanut butter <laughs> And it was like uh, quoted like the best quote of the season. That's some honor. good. That's some good craft ads. Like, yeah. It's an honor. That's an, yeah. Yeah. Best hey. quote. So hopefully uh, after this podcast, I'll have uh, another quote. Another yeah. quote of the podcast. It was such an amazing podcast. I'm really glad to have you on the show. Thanks, I appreciate. Thanks, like, You you asked me a bunch of questions, but does the interviewee ever ask you questions? No. Can can I ask you a couple yes, questions? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Okay, look how he look at his energy just changed right there. <laughs> yeah. He's not in my. You feel like maybe you're not in the hot seat anymore. <laughs> so, how okay. do you choose the people that you want to interview? How do you choose them? Uh, I really look at, on the profiles and everything, and I see that they have they're doing great things. You know, entrepreneurs, influencers. They had something more than just oh, sure. 
they want to contribute to uh, to people's life. So like yourself, um, we we went we do we did a, an event together, and a lot of people told me that Jennifer like she has so much energy, and that's why I really want to interview on my podcast. That's why. Thanks. You. And there are some people that met you before, and they say, yeah, I met Jennifer before, and she, she like she changed my life. She told me this, and oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I really want to interview people like that. Thanks, Hugo. Yeah, that's, uh, Thank you so much. And so what, what is your dream and what's your passion? My dream is to, because I have a tech company, okay. like I'm doing on the side, is to bring it to the stock market, to the IPO in New York. That's my dream. Like to, be, to bring my company from zero to, uh, from nothing to something, you know. From nothing, something to nothing to something. Yeah. Well, it's never nothing though, but... Tell me, um, tell me more about your passions and what flow. What, what, what's your flow? I like. I really like to create stuff. Like uh, maybe I'm a, like an artist. You're an artist. Yeah, yeah well, we all are artists. But yeah. yeah. So, so I like to create stuff. Like to to have something in my mind and to put it on paper and start creating a team and everything. That's what I like. So when you say create stuff, so what does creating as an artist to you mean? Because to me, I truly believe that mm. everybody on this planet, we're all artists. Okay. We're all living art. Yes. Um, so we're all, we're all creating, even um, our worst enemies that are like, yes. you know, bringing shit storms into our life. It's still beautiful art that we're learning and growing from. Yeah. So when you say you're creating... What kind of stuff do you create? Well, I like technology. Okay. I, I, you know what I like from technology is the change that comes from it. You know, people like technology because they want to code and have all this stuff and the machines. But I really like technology, technology because it brings change to people's life. And I suppose I like the change more than that because I really want to change myself. Like sometimes I, I don't know, maybe I should be better. Sometimes I don't like myself. Like, I shouldn't just change. That's what You're I like. You're not alone on that. I feel like yeah. we all feel that way. Yeah. But that means that we're just growing and evolving yeah. and becoming a better version of ourselves. Yeah. But, yeah, change is good. But when you're... So when you're talking about technology, yeah. what kind of technology are you talking... Like, are we talking about, like, robots? No, more like apps and... Apps, uh, okay. Yeah. Computer, so computer, technology. AI and everything like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. I really like that... I, I, sh I like the change that comes from it. Technology is good, but I really like it just come out of nowhere and change people's life. That's How did you get involved in technology? Like, where did, where did that, when did that start for you? Well, it started in uh, 2015. I was, sitting down, I was sitting down with my friend. We were talking and they said, oh, let's do an app together. Let's do something to change the world. But before changing the world, you have to change yourself, you know. That's oh why. my God, Hugo, I loved you. That was beautiful. <laughs> because people are always trying to change the world, but the world is too big for only one person to change it. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. So that's my, my point. Anyways, I always, uh, only want to win. That's, I only wanted to win. Like, I want to win something. To be, um, so what does that mean to win? What do you mean by you want to win? To be um, respected by people. To really Respect. Yeah. But then it comes back to respecting yourself too. So it comes back to that again. Yeah. It always comes back down to yourself. Yeah. Right? Um, people will respect you once you respect yourself. It's true. Yeah. Um, you want to make a change in the world, but you have to make a change within yourself first. Yes. Um, but the funny thing is, is that these changes are going to constantly be in flux. Like they're constantly going to be going on. Um, it's, it's a continuous journey and exploration. Yeah. So, yeah. um, 
I feel like it's funny because I'll be talking to people about growth and it's happened a few times where someone's just like, Jen, like how much can you grow? Like all you talk about is this growth. Yeah. But that's life. Every day yeah, we're never growing. Ends. After this podcast, I'm going to be a different person than I was when I walked in. Yeah, you never Every ends. fight I get with, I have with someone, I'm not the same person. Every, every, everything that happens in, in our lives, mm. like we're growing, we're evolving. Yeah. And you're going to take those tools and you're going to take those lessons and you're going to take those experiences and help better people. Yeah. And, th and that's what's great about these podcasts is with each podcast and each person that yeah. you connect with. And that's another thing is like human connection. Yeah, human connection. Every human connection, every like today at Starbucks, I gave everybody, well, not everybody, there were four people behind the counter. I yeah. gave them my number. I gave them, I added them on Facebook. I added them on Instagram. Yes. They change my day every day because they give me free Starbucks. Okay. I, Because... I don't like, I don't know. I, they make my day. I, I make theirs. Yeah. And then now we're, we're making plans to go. I'm going to go out for dinner with the Starbucks people. The thing yeah. is, the point of this is that it's so important to have this human connection, yes. not just even during a podcast, just in everyday life. Yeah. It's these beautiful experiences that we have with people that will forever change who we are yes. and vice versa. It's these human connection moments and experiences that really help shape who we are today. And it's how you're going to reflect yeah. on that. And you know what, Jennifer? I always talk with people and it seems to me that people hate people. I don't know why. You like, feel that way? Well, some of the people I go around and say, I hate people. Oh, you know, you go I, to I Starbucks and I hate the customer. I have that. But you have to go and talk with people. You never know who he is. He can be the one that's going to help you grow your business. He can be, I don't know, your, your wife or everything. The only thing you have to do is just a smile. You, go, you get a smile and people will smile back to you and then you can go talk with them. Mm -hmm. But that's me. That's my point of view. But yeah. I, it seems to me that a lot of people hate people. I, I, I don't know. So, you know what? Touching on that note. Yeah. Um, yeah, there are times where, like, you know, I'm talking <laughs> to some friends and they're just like, oh, I've had enough of everybody right now. <laughs> like, I'm so fed up of the world and, for, and people. And I get it. I do hear that. I do hear that fair amount. Um, can I, so I'm going to touch on that. Oh, yeah. How much time do we have? Do we, or can I keep another, going? Yeah, we're good. Another five minutes. Okay, cool. Minutes. So, um, on that note, I'm a lover. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what that means to me is that with everybody that I meet, I mean, I don't love everyone. Okay. I mean, I do love everyone, but, <laughs> okay. um, okay. So where am I going with this? So basically when I meet people and I feel a connection yeah. and I feel the love, okay. I say it. And so some of my friends have said, since since high school, yeah. they be they would say, Jen, it's enough already. You don't have to tell everyone you love them. Mm. Um, yeah. How do you just love a stranger? How do you just? How is it so easy for you to say I love you? You don't mean it. And so the thing is, Hughes, is that when I have these connections with people, yes. these moments, these special moments and interactions, yeah. I really do feel the love. And I do let the person know in the moment, even if it's a, if, even if it's a stranger at a front desk that I'm speaking to for four minutes, okay. I love you and leave. Um, I know like they may like <laughs> smile, and like, what? but I mean it. Okay. And the thing is, is that I it took me a while to realize this. Yeah. But the reason why it's so easy for me to love okay. people, so even people that I've even toxic people in my life that I've had to let go yeah. in in my heart, I say. Every day, whenever they come to my mind, whenever they come to my mind, I say, I'm sending you love and light. I'm sending you love and light and I will always love you. Because in the end, everybody that I interact with and everybody that I meet, 
I do love them because I love myself. Yeah. And what it. I see in them is what I see in me. Yes. And it's love is this um, beautiful circle where if you truly yeah. love yourself, yeah. you will see yourself in every living creature and human and insect. And yes. it isn't difficult to love. Yeah. It isn't difficult to say I love you to complete strangers because fuck it. I really yes. do feel it. Hugo, I love you. I love <laughs> you. you. And I love you too over there. I love you guys. I really do. I love your energy. I, I love you for wanting me to be on this podcast. I love, Thank you, know, you no, I love that you're an empath and that even from the moment I met you, you have such a gentle, soft heart and it Thank is the you. cutest thing it is the <laughs> cutest thing hugo because i see you chasing your dreams and i see you're not you're not someone who's going to give up and you're out there you yes. created the influencers unite event like it's amazing yes. you have an idea and you put it to the table and yes. that's amazing yeah. the determination that you have hugo like congratulations i'm giving you a clap Thank and, you. And, and I really do love you and you're inspiring. Thank you. So thank you for having me. And just for the people out there that do find themselves saying, I hate everybody. I'm so sick of this world. I, I'm just so angry. Yeah. Um, you're not alone. There are a lot of people that feel that way. Yeah. And just the, I guess a piece of advice and if it doesn't resonate with you, then don't take it. But what I would say is when these feelings arise, yeah, be aware, sit with it, okay. meditate with meditate. it, meditate on it, and try to understand where it's coming from. And try to figure out if there's this common theme that's going on, if this is continuously happening, um, where negative things are happening in your life. It's usually because there are big changes that need to be made yes. in order for growth to happen. And okay. so when you're feeling angry at the world, when you're hating everybody around you, then it means you're ready for a change. You're ready for some growth. So great for you that you're realizing you're not yeah. in a happy place. Mm -hmm. Now it's time to make a change in your life to grow. So maybe that means uh, uh, say goodbye to some toxic people in yeah. your life that are constantly making you cry. Well, they're not making you cry. You're allowing them to make you cry. But say goodbye because, you you know, you, you the more you say goodbye to these negative things that are happening in your life, yes. the more room you're allowing to, like, free for positive things to happen. Yeah. But I but I know what it feels like when like one thing goes wrong and then three things go wrong and then six things go wrong and you thought that things happen in threes and then all of a sudden it happens in sixes and you're just like, when am I gonna get a break? Yes. Well, let me tell you, you are the creator of your life and unfortunately sometimes shit storms happen and everything will spiral down, but it's up to you on how you're going to react to these things, how you're going to grow from these yes. things and how you can become and evolve and become the best version of yourself. It is up to you, it is up to you and it is up to me. Wow, wow, thank you very much. Thanks, you go I got so emotional me. now, I'm like, oh. <laughs> I love you. you know, let, let's smoke this. Let's, let's smoke let, the stage, let's, guys. Let's I brought this to clear the rooms from the other interviews <laughs> and then I thought maybe we'd Ellen clear it up. After I was Ellen here for shits and giggles. And Hugo, thank I you so much for having thank me. You very much. I really do love you. Yeah. And this is this is my first podcast, guys. This is awesome. I've been on the radio but never did a podcast. Yeah, thank you very much to to you guys. Thank you for watching. I appreciate. See ya. Woo! That was amazing. I got emotional then. Thank you so much for listening until then. I greatly appreciate. Uh, if you can leave a review, a comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, that would be appreciated. This will help grow the podcast and I hope you enjoy it and see you on the next show.